Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Back Porch Sippin' with Lindsay. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Back Porch Sippin'. Happy May. Man, if you're anything like me, you absolutely love summertime. I cannot get enough of it. Not only am I a summer baby, so of course, love looking forward to my birthday. That's always a nice plus. But I just love sunshine. I love lake days, pool days, literally anything that includes water. I am like down. Absolutely love it all. But you know what always makes those days better? Some killer jams. Am I right? (laughs) We do have a back porch sip and playlist. If you're not familiar with it, it is on Spotify. Of course, you can go on there. Look us up, back porch sip in the playlist. You'll find it. It includes all kinds of extremely talented artists and songwriters. And of course, added in some of the folks that we've had on the podcast and had the opportunity to interview. Their new music is on there as well. It gets updated every single Friday, so be sure when you check it out to hit that lovely follow button so you can stay up to date with all the new jams. This week, we're talking new music. Heck yeah, sign me up. And he just announced his latest tour kicking off in just a few weeks. This week, I'm talking with Corey Wise. From Wisconsin, moved yeah. here like what about five years ago or so? Yeah, it'll be five years in August. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. congratulations! That's a long time, especially with a pandemic as well. But so, it goes so fast. It does. It does. I just celebrated three years, and I feel like sometimes I'll tell people, I'll be like, "Well, I guess it really has been three years, but it feels like ten. Like right? Yeah, it's Absolutely. crazy. Yeah." crazy how it moves so what kind of got you started into music was that kind of like the whole idea or well i I grew up on country music like on like all like the old classics and everything Mm -hmm. like on my mom's side and my dad's side and then um through like elementary and then through like middle school and stuff i went through all the different phases that we all go through you know like i went through a big rap phase um i got a little bit into like um, event sevenfold type stuff and then some like ccr like i was kind of all over the place you know <laughs> classic rock and um and then in high school is when i kind of came back around to country and it was like me and my buddy and he played guitar mm. and we were both like oh yeah you know and we started getting into it we're like we're gonna move to nashville someday and we're gonna like do the thing you yeah know, and everything and i moved off to college and uh, i decided to just start playing bar gigs in the small town where my dad's from. That's basically once I found out that I could start making money off of doing what I do in my bedroom. <laughs> that's when I was like, I think this is what I want to do, you know? Fair. So, what, what were you going to college for? Uh, I went to college for, it's called visual communications. So it's basically like, um, like audio um video it's it's mainly video i guess okay but so audio video and then i took like some like graphic design classes and stuff like that hell yeah yeah yeah. which is what brought you to designing our badass logo so we appreciate that which is which is really cool seeing it like everywhere i know yeah i was telling you that at the round you put on that big machine and i was like I was like, man, it's just so cool. Like with like uh, the the jean jacket yeah, and everything yeah, on yeah. the back. I'm like, damn, that's cool. You know, I, <laughs> I never considered myself a graphic designer. I was like, I have the skill, so mm-hmm. why not try to you know make money off of it? Yeah, right. And so, yeah, it's it's super cool seeing it everywhere. I know, yeah, especially <laughs> in my studio here. It's mm-hmm. literally like everywhere. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, for that jean jacket, that was kind of like the idea. Is I'm like. 
Man, it's so common for people in Nashville to always have like a damn jean jacket or oh, like yeah. their like black jean jacket on. And so I'm like, well, I always wear one in anyways. I should just like market this shit. <laughs> and so had the logo on there. And then I'm trying to get like patches and stuff from different artists and like put them on, you know, like on the uh, sides. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do, do a lot of artists still do like patches? No, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I'll do one if you're gonna put it up. <laughs> yes, yeah. When I got the idea, I was like, oh shit, yeah, people do that all the time, like for sure. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. It's it was a nice idea. So if any artist listening, if you have patches, send them my way. That'd be kinda cool though. You'd be like the only one, you know, really doing it again. Yes, you know? yeah. Bring it back. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone can start. Yeah, I like Pretty that. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So are you doing graphic design stuff like for anybody or kind of just doing uh, it for your your stuff, your projects? I do it for whoever wants to. I mean I, I'm like I'll, I usually just tell people, like, I'll do it for, like, 50 bucks, you know, like, album art or something, yeah. or logo, or, you know, and then I do all my own stuff, too, like, all my own cover art and mm-hmm. everything. Hell um, yeah. My logo, which is very simple, it's literally five lines, is I paid $100 for somebody to, like, design that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, oh, man, I could have designed that, but, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I do it for basically anybody who's... If anybody needs any work done or anything. Perfect. Yeah. Easy enough. So growing up, kind of jumping from genre to genre and everything, going through all the phases, who kind of comes to mind when you think back of like influences and people that you listened to? Oh, man. It it really like jumps around a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it really comes down to it, and I know it's going to sound like cliche, but like Alan Jackson... My family, especially on my mom's side, all they listened to, you know, was the radio in the 90s when, mm-hmm. when we were all growing up. And um, me and my cousins, that's it's basically like engraved in our brain. And I feel like I remember Alan Jackson the most. And um, I think the nostalgia of it all mm-hmm. is really what brings me back to Alan as like an influence. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would I would have to say Alan Jackson. That has been the answer for a lot of folks. I know, yeah, I figured it would be, but yeah, he's the man, I guess. Yeah, well, we like honesty, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> so if it wasn't for like music, what do you think you would be doing? Oh, maybe something in video. I I really don't know. Like it's honestly that's that's such a it should be like an easy question, but it's it's pretty tough. I always said like if I move. If I leave Nashville, mm-hmm. if I were to ever be done with music, which I've never had that thought, thank God. But um, if I were to, I would probably live on the ocean, on the coast. Okay. And because I, I, I want to like learn how to surf. So growing up, I'd done all the board sports mm-hmm. and uh, surfing was the last one. I tried it one time, but that's not enough. You know, yeah. you got to like live by the ocean to really get good at surfing. So. Yeah. That would probably be my passion. I mean, I'd probably just work at a little surf shack and barely get by and just surf all the time. Shit, that I sounds that nice, be- honestly. <laughs> Unplug from everything for a while. Hell, I like that. So being in Nashville for almost five years, what's probably your favorite thing about the city, the industry? You know, Nashville is literally like a city full of best friends that you don't know yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Everybody is here doing the same thing. Y'all have the same drive and the passion. I mean, even when it comes to like somebody like you who does 
you know, radio or podcasting or anything like that. We're all chasing like the same dream basically, right. you know? Um, so I found that super cool about Nashville where everybody's like super tight knit and super supportive mm-hmm. of everybody else. I mean, I, I feel like you don't get that anywhere else. No, absolutely so not. Yeah. I think that's what's pretty dope about Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm from Missouri and it's, uh, it's definitely not like that back home. No. Yeah. Well, same in Wisconsin. I mean. Yeah. I always tell people the cool thing about Nashville, like for me is this town is like full of dreamers and like, you know, like you're mentioning nowhere else in the world pretty much. Is it like you're going to do whatever you can do to get to that dream and it's awesome. I mean, you can have bad days. Like, obviously, everybody has bad days. But I feel like in this town, you can have, like, a bad day. Great. Go to a round that night. Go call up some buddies. Write a song. Hell, right. whatever. And right. you snap right out of it. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, L.A. kind of has that thing where it's, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of dreamers. But I, f- I feel like L.A. isn't uh, as supportive. Yeah. You know, when it comes to each other. Right. <laughs> Nashville. Like, I think this is the only place that people are, like, cheering everybody else on that you're competing against. Yeah, you right. Know, which is insane. Yeah. But it's awesome. So you released two songs last summer. Mm-hmm. Been a minute, though, without some new music. So yeah. I'm sure you're probably here to tell me you're working on some, right? I am, yeah. I'm actually in the studio uh, with my boy, Zach Mano. Okay. And... Um, we're doing three kind of they're they're more like mellow i'm kind of still trying to find my sound you mm-hmm. know what i mean um i mean the stuff that i've released you know i'm happy about and everything but it's like you know is this really the kind of i, I want to veer away from the mainstream stuff a little bit you know and do more of like americana country okay cool and uh yeah so uh, we're working on three songs right now and they're all pretty mellow and stripped down kind of, you know, so it'll be a little different than what you're used to from me. We love some new stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see what the response is, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Do you have any like idea of like a time frame or anything like that? Um, we're shooting. We'll at least have, I'm going to release some each as singles. Okay. And, um, we'll have at least two of them out this summer a week ago or so you released your summer tour schedule yeah holy shit that thing is packed yeah it's uh and it's growing i still have some open weekends so i play a lot up in wisconsin okay um that's like basically where my base was you know before i moved here it Mm -hmm. was like we were playing at a cover band up there and we'd play like you know small town festivals and all that stuff and then so I travel back a lot to do those. And now we're uh, shooting for next summer. We're shooting for like all over uh, a lot of the Midwest. And we're playing uh, Mississippi this year in Oxford and then um, Minnesota. But other than that, it's Wisconsin for the most part. Very right cool. So when you get to play uh, back home, do your family come out and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. crazy. Yeah. My dad basically is the one who got me uh, going. Oh, that's awesome. You know, he got me like these cheap speakers and yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he got me my first Takamini guitar, you know, and it was like a cheapie, but it, it worked good. Yeah, there you and go. Then, uh, but yeah, he comes out to as many gigs as he can. He works on the weekends, so it's a little tough, but mm-hmm. he'll take off as much as he can. You know, he's yeah. like one of my biggest supporters. So 
That's cool. So yeah, him and then my aunts and uncles and they all make it out. And then my mom lives on the other side of the state. So when she can, she'll like try to make it out as much as possible, but that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's always it's nice to have support. I feel like when I go back home, they're all like, <laughs> you're like this massive like hero because <laughs> you like went out and chased a <laughs> yeah. dream or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I absolutely know what you mean. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a person, but Such thank a real you. Thing, yeah. yeah. And you're like, if you've seen all the struggles I go through in Nashville, you wouldn't think that, but. <laughs> right. It just looks so easy yeah. and smooth sailing, but it's. Yeah. Not even close. Definitely. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> Do you have a favorite place back home that you have played? Yeah, actually. I've only played there acoustic, but that's basically all the room there is. But in La Crosse, Wisconsin, where I went to college, uh, there's a bar called Broncos. And it's a it's a country bar. And I think it's the only country bar in La Crosse. It's a big college town. I mean, there's like five colleges. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's just a blast playing there. And, like, the staff treats me super well, you know. Yeah, it was my favorite bar before I played music, really, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. When you're playing live shows, what's your favorite song to cover? Oh, uh, to cover? Yeah. All right, so are we talking, like, crowd reaction? Or are we talking, <laughs> like, my personal Because. Hmm. <laughs> Let's do both. Okay, okay. Um... I would say to cover uh, my favorite song, if it's when it comes to the crowd, um, it would have to be Call Me By My Name. Okay. David Elmkill. There you go. Uh, that's like a crowd <laughs> favorite. And it just, you know, it's usually like my encore song or my last song of the night. Um, people go nuts over that song. Man, it's tricky. <laughs> my favorite cover song myself. I've always been like into like the oldies. Like like Merle Haggard and stuff, so I would have to say, don't think Hank done it this way, Wayne Jennings. Okay, I love that. Man, that's a yeah, good one. It's uh it's not one that people play a lot, you know. Obviously, but right. That's probably why I like to play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you could collab with any artist, any genre, who kind of comes to mind? Obviously, Alan Jackson. He would be probably in country. He would be the one I'd want to collab with. Um, maybe like a, it'd be really cool to collab with like somebody from the Eagles, like like oh, yeah. like Don Henley or something. Oh, you know what I mean? Like that would be that would be like an all time high for me. I'd be like, I don't have to do anything else. Like yeah. that's I made yeah. it. You know what I mean? So. And my dad would be super proud. He's a huge Eagles fan. So There you go. <laughs> so talking about like your live show, I know I asked you your favorite song to cover, but favorite song of yours to play live, what would that be? Uh, I Don't Get You. Okay. For sure. My first single. Yeah. That one really popped off uh, back home and all over, really. Yeah. What's the story behind that song? Uh, that was... So I was pretty green in Nashville, and I was still, like, dipping my toes in, like, co-writing. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it with uh, my buddy Austin James, and uh, it took us probably, like, three weeks to write. And um, we just kept, like, doing different angles and stuff. And it's not a true story or anything, but it was, like, it was a really cool concept, mm-hmm. the the double meaning with I don't get you. Yeah. Um, and it was... it. 
it just means a lot to me being the first song, you know, right. and right. it's, it's kind of like my baby. Yeah. So thinking back through everything you've done so far, everything you've accomplished, what's kind of like that peak thing that you've, you've accomplished so far. It's hard for me to like, look at stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's, I'm always telling myself like, there's like, you haven't hit that yet. Right. You yeah. know, you haven't hit that peak. Um, there's a festival in in uh, Wisconsin, in Arcadia, Wisconsin, called Ashes for the Arts. And that's probably the biggest festival I've ever done. And the crowd, I mean, there's like 30,000 people there. So oh, it's like, you know, even the side stage that we play at is like huge. Right. And the people like, it's basically a side stage plays between like the main stage. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of like comes over. Right. And there's just like a sea of people. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, I would have to say that's probably like a peak i guess yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i mean releasing music in general is is pretty cool to me i mean it's normal now but yeah if i really look at it i'm like wow like i'm i'm like doing the thing you know yeah but like i said i i don't think i've hit a high peak yet Mm -hmm. and i'm and i don't think i ever will in my brain yeah right i'm always trying to like go higher and do better you know what i mean so yeah I feel like that's a good way to to look at things, though. You know what I mean? Like, you never mm-hmm. want to get to something and be like, well, awesome, I did this. Right. right. You, know, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, even if it was, like, playing at the Opry or something, I'd mm-hmm. be like, I'd be like, man, like, this is this is crazy. Mm-hmm. What can I do next? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've always wanted to play, like, Red Rocks and that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. that's That'd be like, freaking cool. Yeah, that's, you know, I guess that would be a peak. Mm-hmm. But who knows until we get there. Yeah. Well, great. Well, when you do get there, remember me because that's oh, like absolutely. a <laughs> bucket list venue for sure. Man, yeah, I've never even been to Colorado, but I haven't either. I haven't been out west ever. I've... I don't. I don't think that I have. Now that I'm like thinking about, it, I'm like, wait a second. I've covered like everything else, pretty much. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've been out like to Boston, um, and you know, out east and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I, I guess the furthest west would be like Austin, Texas. Yeah. But I don't, that's not <laughs> yeah. west, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's <laughs> got to get out there. So if you were a CD, what CD would you be and why? <laughs> well, let's say uh, Rascal Flatts Melt. Hell yeah, that that's was, a killer album. I still listen to that record, and that was the first CD that I ever got when I was a kid, like in elementary. Yeah. And I used to sit on the couch and just like play it over and over in my CD player. <laughs> yeah. The headphones I'd plug in. You yeah. Know, it was like, I used to play that over and over and over, and I still play it like at least once a month. So Man. it's. Yeah, I guess Melt. Melt would be the one. Yeah. Sure. I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, I was not expecting that to, to be your answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. I have I draw influences from everywhere. You know, yeah. any kind of country. I love it. Mm-hmm. Man, so who was your first celebrity crush? Because this is funny, <laughs> because since you mentioned Rascal Flatts, mine was Joe Don Rooney. That's funny. Um, hmm. That's another good one. Wow. Maybe Shania Twain. Okay. I mean, as like a little kid. Yeah. You know, you look at them like, 
like she's she's like big and famous and everything and like mm. obviously she was super attractive yeah so, uh, <laughs> i mean i would have to say she's not a twain i guess well kind of jumping back real quick to the tour that you just announced for mm-hmm. the summer months what show are you looking forward to probably probably the most probably the top one would be uh a bigger festival in my college town it's called Riverfest, and it's a big one they got you know they usually have like a big headliner like you know like dustin lynch or some you know somebody big but we're headlining the night i think the night before the the big act oh damn so we're headlining like the whole thing on wow a it's gonna be wild and i'm super jacked for it that's awesome yeah. Is that uh, your first time playing at that festival, or was that the same um, festival you're talking about? Earlier? No, that that's a different one. Um, I have played at Riverfest before. This is when I had my cover band, and we like opened for the opener of you know whoever it was at the time. But so we were like earlier, and we just did cover songs, and yeah. that was the last. I think the first and the last time we played Riverfest. Here we get the headline, so it's it's going to be, and we'll have a lot of like original music and stuff like that so yeah it's, it's uh it's gonna be cool it's gonna be like surreal you yeah. know what you gotta do you gotta take a picture find a picture from when you played way back when oh, and yeah. then take a picture of now and like compare and that'd be so yeah, cool yeah with the crowd and stuff yeah like, i do have like a picture of um when we played there before and it was just like my girlfriend and like her friends in the front yeah. and they all were like repping my t-shirt you know and like they're just like yeah you know and then there was like a couple people like spread out around, yeah. you know? but I, I think this year is going to be a lot crazier than that yeah know? definitely so. so where can folks that are listening find that tour schedule and find your music and stuff like that online um basically any of my socials uh, my Instagram, Corey underscore W, um, or my Facebook or my website, which is CoreyWiseMusic.com. And uh, I have a list of everywhere I'm playing this year on there. And if you're in Wisconsin, boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go check them out. Got a lot of chances. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Awesome, Corey. Well, thank you for hopping on an episode and for playing our round about, yeah. like, what, a month ago now? probably yeah. yeah everything moves so fast if you guys have a, another round or anything let me know i'd love to hell out. yeah from what i've seen i think it worked out great i mean i showed up like very last second because i couldn't find a parking spot i know and like downtown crazy. i'm like i like refuse to pay for parking you know same so, but yeah, like i, I walked 10 miles <laughs> exactly i walked from like the Capitol that night with my guitar Holy and then, like, shit. i walked downtown and i was just like I walked in, they're like, ah, right, you're, you're getting up on stage. I'm like, all right, made it. Oh, you know, my so. God, man. Well, but thank you. Fun. That's some fun, yeah. damn dedication right there. <laughs> yeah, I seen your dad in the driveway working on that old mercury. I'd love to give him a hand But he just can't shut his mouth about you Hell, I can't even get drunk Cause your best friend's the one mixing the drinks And Rita at the Sitco Blitz
for listening to Back Porch Sipping with Lindsay. Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first. Be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sipping P.O.D.